Roman Travis. Magic Talk. When you ask someone, anyone, if they like rugby, how many people seek clarification? Do you mean rugby union or rugby league? It's not often that you find someone that's an avid fan of both disciplines. Really, do you? Hey, Really? Rugby league fans are incredibly enthusiastic, but New Zealand Warriors fans are in a league of their own. Will Evans has a brand new book that covers the history of the New Zealand Warriors. It's called Warriors 25, celebrating 25 years of the New Zealand Warriors. And Will Evans joins me here on the Sunday Cafe. G'day, Will. G'day, how are you going? I'm good. Are you naturally a big league fan yourself? Uh, yeah, I have been since I was a kid, really. Um, my, my old man got me into it uh, when I was when the when the Winfield Cup became popular here in the early 90s, and yeah, hooked ever since, really. The Winfield Cup, there's a name you can't say anymore because yeah. all the PC brigade will tell you off for mentioning cigarettes, won't they? Is that incredible how all that is gone from sponsorship? Yeah, well, it changed the game in Australia, really, and... Um, and obviously the Warriors came in for the last season in the Winfield Cup. You can mm. probably see why uh, why they can't uh, sponsor major sporting events anymore. But, yeah, it's, it's certainly uh, changed the game and changed the game in New Zealand, really. Yeah, it was back in the day when they'd probably go into the changing rooms at half-time, have a smoke and a can of beer and have a chat about tactics. You've done some incredible work on this book with all the stats you've covered, all of the highs and the lows and the controversies. You must be very proud of this book. It's a real whopper too, by the way, isn't it? Uh, yeah, there's a fair bit to get through in 25 years. Obviously, the uh, the Warriors, for, for better or worse, has has uh, been a lot to cover. So uh, yeah, it ended up being a fairly chunky one, and and uh, yeah, hopefully there's something in there for every Warriors fan. For better or worse, you make it sound like a marriage, and for some people, they just stick at it no matter how bumpy it gets. The Warriors have taken their fans on a a wild roller coaster ride, you might say, since that first game against Brisbane. The Brisbane Broncos, wasn't it, at Ericsson Stadium back in 95? Is that right? Yeah, that's right. And, and you could almost say that was a, a microcosm for everything that's uh, sort of happened since. Um, you know, promised a lot, probably not quite uh, got to where everyone thought they would. Um, but, mm. yeah, exciting nonetheless and uh, never a dull moment. Is it a surprise that the Australians let us into their NRL competition? Uh, not really. I think, uh, as you, you can uh, read in the early parts of the book, they were the, the appetite for the competition over here was enormous, obviously, with Manly and Graham Lowe's coach and Matthew Ridge and those sort of guys playing there. But the, the popularity of the competition was uh, was enormous. There was mm. a lot of good players coming out of our country. Uh, it was just a natural progression, really. And, um, yeah, I think it's... I know there's some people in, in Australia that will, would probably like to see us uh, taken out of the competition, but certainly added to the to the colour of the premiership over there, I think. How come that after 25 years, no one else outside of Australia except the Warriors are in the competition? Um, I guess, well, there has been sort of pushes for potentially down the track teams from Papua New Guinea and, and that sort of thing, but I guess it's, uh, yeah, just for ease of... Um, travel and that sort of thing we're not too far away from the, the eastern seaboard there and um mm. and yeah again just the, the fan base here and and the appetite for it uh television rights and all that sort of thing new zealand you know we, we for all intents and purposes we are a part of um australian rugby league yeah we are indeed warriors 25 years this brand new book by the way i'm going to be giving it away i'll tell you how you can win it shortly You've put together this magnificent book. It's a chronicle of the history of the club. What are some of the biggest highs and the biggest lows? Uh, well, obviously, the, the grand final charges of, um, of 2002 and 2011, were the, it didn't get much better than that. And the, uh, the win in Melbourne in 2008 from, from eighth position, 
so it's to beat the minor premiers in a, in a finals game. That was uh, something that every Warriors fan will remember. But I think, for me, the, the bits um, that fans will enjoy will be little pockets of history that they that they sort of hold dear, not the, necessarily the ones that every single fan will remember, but um, just those little stretches of seasons where they are in great form or, or certain players uh, down the years, Hytro Alcassini, Kevin Campion, those sort of guys, those cult heroes. Mm. Uh, I think they'll enjoy revisiting them, probably guys that, that some fans might have forgotten a bit about over the years. But, uh, yeah, that's I think that's what uh, readers will enjoy, obviously, the lows have covered them in just as much depth and uh, might be a bit cathartic for, for readers to go through some of those years. 2004 obviously springs to mind. Uh, this year was probably one of the harder ones, to be honest, as a fan. Mm. Uh, but it's all part of our history and, and you know, you can't, you've got to take the, um, the lows with the highs, I guess, particularly being a Warriors supporter. How come after 25 years we still haven't won a premiership? We've made two finals, right? Yeah, two grand finals. Uh, well, I'm not sure that you've got long enough on the show for me to dissect <laughs> why we haven't won a premiership yet. But uh, oh. yeah, I, I think there's um, for one thing, I think it's the premiership's a lot harder to to win than probably a lot of uh, people realise, and um, potentially that's a byproduct of it. Of New Zealand being a rugby union country, used to the success of the All Blacks, and um, mm. when it doesn't come quite as naturally for a, for a team in an extremely competitive competition that. Uh, it's hard for some people to accept, but yeah, there's you know some probably some decisions along the way that they've made that have backfired with, uh, with coaches and and whatnot. Um, yeah, we've, they've been very very close, uh, just haven't quite found the key. Yeah, but well, therein lies the problem. You mentioned the All Blacks. That's a team of New Zealanders, really, isn't it? The Warriors really isn't a New Zealand team, is it? Well, that's the that's the thing. They are a, a franchise, a club team, and we don't have. And even compared to uh, Super Rugby franchises where they share out the, the New Zealand teams, uh, every NRL team has, has got at least a couple of New Zealand-born players and we don't you know, buy, don't have um, the divine right to the best New Zealand talent, unfortunately. So, um, yeah, it's all about trying to, to shape a roster that's um, competitive mm-hmm. and, and getting yeah, a good mix of players, I suppose, and, and trying to get some decent Australian talent as well. And, uh, mm. yeah, it's it's a very hard puzzle to put together. And probably also quite hard to keep the young up-and-coming players to stay playing league when there's unions, talent scouts everywhere, really all around the world coming to New Zealand looking at our very promising young players. Are we treated as equals when it comes to referees and, and the Australian media? Um, I think I don't think the, the Australian media, media is too bad on us, to be honest. Um, mm. But uh, refereeing-wise, it, it, sometimes you feel like it's uh, it's some sort of thing against you. There's no way that I'd ever suggest that the referees are intentionally uh, intentionally trying to dud us. But um, mm. yeah, there's just certain games where you feel like maybe there's uh, there's there's just something in the background there. Um, certainly, 2019, there was a couple of games where you couldn't quite believe what was unfolding in front of you. But <laughs> and you talk to some of the, the former coaches, uh, Frank Endicott. Uh, Back in '98, he, he uh, just couldn't believe what some of the, the things that happened to them refereeing-wise. But yeah, it's just something that you you have to put up with. There's, there's no uh, no use uh, crying about it. I guess just got to get on with it. So frustrating though. There's been a number of high-profile rugby players, rugby union players, who've made the switch to league. 
Um, some that didn't transition so well, perhaps John Kerwin, Matthew Ridge, Mark Ellis, and other TV stars. Quite extraordinary, the ability to change from one to the other code and play at top level, right? Yeah, no, I think in John Kerwin's case, he was uh, in the twilight of his career, certainly past his best um, athletically and, and that sort of thing, been through a few injuries. So it, I think what he brought off the field was... Uh, was actually quite valuable, even if he wasn't quite the devastating all-black swinger we were used to. Um, again, you talk about Matthew Ridge, his stint with the Warriors, probably a bit unfortunate. He's probably one of the most successful rugby union converts ever, and mm. I'd say just about the best rugby league fullback we'd ever produced. But, um, yeah, the stint he had with the Warriors marred by suspensions and injuries, unfortunately. The ownership of the New Zealand Warriors has changed several times. I don't know how they make any money, but they seem to be very wealthy people. How does the future look for the New Zealand Warriors? I think uh, the ownership changed recently with, with Orsex taking it over um, the whole sort of 100% was probably going to be good for the club. Uh, the Mark Robinson and the Orsex uh, organisation, their family organisation, have been supporting rugby league for just about 40 years. And uh, I think their passion for it is going to take it in the right direction. Mm. Uh, probably not too too scared to make some hard decisions if they need to be made, and um, yeah, their priority is, is going to be helping the club be successful. Um, yeah, again, you, you probably if you're talking about the immediate future and the future of the club, I think it's bright as far as off the field goes. They're well supported um, and all that sort of thing. On the field, might be a little bit, not, might be a couple of seasons away from contending for a title again, but. Um, Again, any Warriors supporter, we've come off the tough year and, and spend the summer uh, regrouping and we'll be ready to go in March. Well, it's been a pleasure chatting to you. The book is forty nine ninety nine. best part of 50 bucks. It's a really big book. It's well worth every single dollar. Congratulations on a wonderful publication. Well, thank you very much and, and thank you for having me on. Yeah, you're welcome.